0: Welcome to another Mother Runner Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell. How are you doing, Sarah? I am good. I am good. How are things with you? Ah, good. Hot.
1: We're still (laughs) in the armpit of August as we established last AMR (laughs) Answers, I believe. Um, You know, and school starts on Friday. So I always feel like, you know, going to school when it's a high of 95. I realize in the South that's probably a a typical thing, but here it just feels a little little masochistic.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. Do school, this is um, a conversation I've actually had with um, our BAM ambassador, Pam, down in Atlanta. Do do the schools there have, in Denver, have air conditioning? You know, I think they do. I think I think
1: that's, I, I don't know for certain, and it might be a, on an individual school-by-school basis. I know that that has come up before about the, because of us starting in kind of mid-August, um, mm-hmm. so I don't have a definitive answer for you. Um, I know that At um, the high school that my daughter goes to, they do in, uh, I know about the volleyball gyms, they have it in one gym, but they don't have it in the auxiliary gym or the aux gym as it's known. So Uh when when she has to practice in the aux gym, like don't even try to talk to her on the way home. She is in (laughs) such a foul mood. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's about the extent of what I know about air conditioning in, in Denver schools.
0: But you you yourself
1: put put yourself in a hot exercise position I recently. did. Well, that's the funny thing. So here I am like complaining, complaining about the heat. But um, I went to a hot yoga class uh, about a week ago. Um, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's been a long time. I went to them in Santa Fe, like, which was oh. a Bikram yoga class, which yes. in Bikram, you know, you hold one pose. I think it's for you do a whole series and you do oh, you do, and you do the exact same series i used to do Bikram when i lived in san francisco yeah yeah so is it and you hold it for like 60 seconds the first round and 30 seconds the second round or something isn't that right or that's how i did it anyway um so yes so i did that so it's been a long time since i've sweated on the mat so to speak and, and then, um i've been going to this um place called kindness yoga which i love the oh. name yeah um, of course you do uh-huh yeah and um and they have this very um their their signature series is a lot of um standing like one legged stands and oh. um it's it feels very it's not a lot of sun salutations i i get sick of you know Going from downward dog to upward dog, like kind of trying to scrape my chest along my mat, you know, like that is a, yeah. uh-huh. that is a motion that comes super naturally to me <laughs> in my long, uh, inflexible spine. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, so I went to, so I've, I've been to a couple of their signature series classes, which I really liked um, without the heated room. Uh And then, um, you know, and I got a pass. They had a really good deal for like the first month. So I'm like, I want to try a different studio. So the only Uh option available for the signature series was a hot class. So I went and, um, yeah, it was hot. (laughs) 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 I I mean, you kind of have, it's a little bit like almost, I was trying to like put it in running terms. I mean, it's a little bit like settling into race pace, you know? Mm. And like, you have to just be like, okay, this is going to hurt for a little while, but then it's going to feel a lot more normal. And it's oh too- yeah, you're going to get accustomed to it. Oh my gosh. I yeah. just remember
0: when they closed that door, I would just have like a mini panic attack and be like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I guess if worse comes to worse, I can always leave.
1: Yeah. The but, you girl in front they- of me got up and left, which mm. I um, respected a lot actually.
0: Yes. Because then they also, at the place I did it, and I did it at a local gym that's kind of like a 24 hour fitness. And, uh, uh-huh. and so it wasn't super high end. And they would then put a stuff, a towel underneath the crack at the bottom of the door. So, you know, oh, not, not let the heat escaped. out. And I just <laughs> was like, Oh my gosh, like, is this like, you know, we're trying to keep a fire outside the door or like, there's like, I don't know, poison gas outside. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I, I definitely would always have to kind of talk myself down for the first couple of minutes, but that's a good analogy. Yeah. yeah. But once it, once you
1: get in there though, like kind of once you get going and you start concentrating in your breath and like trying to you know, it's never, it's never going to be perfect, but, you know, trying to do the the poses a little bit more, you know, trying to kind of, deepen into them and whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you definitely kind of forget, you know, Mm -hmm. um, which I really liked. And then, oh my gosh, I mean, the best part, I mean, it's almost like crossing the finish line. The best part is when you get to stop, like you step out into the lobby and you're like, wow, this felt snag stagnant before. And now it just feels like I'm standing on, you know, a tropical Island with this amazing breeze. And then I go out one more door to my, you know, to the parking lot to get in the car. And it's like, oh my God, it's just lovely. Just like you're just like, I am born again, you
0: know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, you really it
1: changes your perspective as to what things feel like when exactly. she's trapped in a hot room. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was good. And I have to say, you know, I mean, I know you've been to Soul Cycle a couple of times. I prefer the hot room with yoga over cardio. Like I feel oh. like doing cardio is a little bit harder for me, or maybe it was just maybe this these two because I, I I was kind of thinking about. Trying to talk about it. And I was like, if I compare Soul Cycle to uh, oh, yoga, I think I yoga.
0: Um, cause Cycle Bar, the indoor cycling that I was doing for quite a
1: while, that's in a very chilly room and I love it. It's like Yeah, but remember when we went to Soul Cycle in San Francisco? Yeah. Wasn't it wasn't it heated? Oh, I didn't or am remember. I making that up? I can't remember.
0: No, I just think we just got overly warm uh. we're, big, we're big sweaters yeah no 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 because no. we yeah. weren't
1: wearing the um the outfit du jour which is like cute little crop top and capris we were like <laughs> in our you know like maybe I need this long sleeve and maybe I need you know my capris that go almost down to my ankles <laughs> oh goodness well good well so you're gonna go back sometime then I think so. Yeah. I think I'm going to, uh, I think I might, you know, go, go on a class by class basis. I like it. And I really, really like how it makes me feel. And, mm-hmm. um, and it seems, I mean, I don't think it will like while away the, the, the little issues that I'm having, but it just feels, it's just, it's nice to have a different kind of challenge. Right. Sure, you, cool. know? Oh, uh, yeah. you can really throw your mind behind this one too, which I'm liking. I think that's your next tattoo. It's
0: always good to get behind another challenge. <laughs> <laughs> that is your mantra. Run down life. my quad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to the questions. This one is from Becca in South Carolina.
1: Hey y'all. Um, this is Becca from South Carolina. Um, my question is: I just turned forty uh, just uh, the other day, and decided to, for my fortieth year, to try a year of a running streak. Um, I'm not much on the streak. I'm on day six <laughs> or seven. Um, but I also am training for a half marathon on Thanksgiving Day. So my question is, is keeping perhaps my expectations low of my outcome for the half marathon, is this a good idea to blend a streak in um, mar- a half marathon training, um, or am I setting myself up for injury or overuse or whatever negative things could come from kind of putting these two together. So maybe what your thoughts are. Thanks. Bye.
0: So boy, this one, Dimity, really spoke to me. Someone doing a,
1: having a streak. We like the streaks. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, so first of all, awesome. Like I love a good challenge. Like we just talked about, mm -hmm. um, and a year long running streak so that I'm interpreting that as she wants to run a mile every day. Correct. At least a mile. Yep. Mm Yep. Yep. Um, and so running, um, and so, a half marathon, you can totally do that. I would say though, on the days where you are supposed to have, um, if you're following a training plan, you're supposed to have a rest day, make that mile like as slow as you can. I mean, I mm-hmm. would say, you know, maybe have an asterisk like saying, okay, it can be walked, you know, mm-hmm. um, or something like that. Or if it's running, I mean, really like say she runs a, just making this up like a 12, 11 minute mile, that mile on that um, you know, on the rest day mm-hmm. should be 14 to 15 minute mile. Like mm-hmm. she should come home. She could almost jog it in her jeans. That's right. that, that's 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 what we're looking for. Jog here. it jog in your it your jeans. jeans in <laughs> South Carolina as we talk about the heat. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness, I love that line. Yeah, that that is a that is really good advice because so with my streak. I'll, um just tell a snippet about it I yeah. that was in the mid 90s and or yeah I guess second half of the 90s and so um I would exercise for at least a half hour every day and that went on for five and a half years. And you had worked.
1: you had rules about it, right? I mean, it could be a walk. Oh. it had to be like sixty minutes, right or something? Or
0: well, it also good memory. It had to, things like I couldn't do two easy workouts, you know, two days in a row. So like I couldn't do walks two days in a row or I couldn't. I would do a lot of um, circuits, strength circuits in okay. my basement while watching the Today show. And so I couldn't do um, two days of that in a row. Oh okay. so and I did a lot of um, running, cycling, swimming um, I belonged to a gym then. And part of it was, I mean, a big part of it was, I was going through, um, my divorce, which was very unexpected and it was, I felt very alone and it was really what I clung to. It was my life raft during my divorce proceedings. And so, yeah, so, but I also ran my first marathon about three years into that streak. And, you know, I know you were giving advice. We're giving advice to Becca about a streak plus a half marathon, I got to say a streak plus a marathon was, that was rough. That was a, um, in retrospect, that was not the right move for me. Cause I was really looking to, you know, somewhat idiotically break four hours in my first marathon and um, just never taking a day off just really it took its toll. It
1: yeah, because a rest day, obviously, as, as many of us know, is a day where you actually, your body rebuilds itself, you have a chance to kind of reset both physically and mentally, and that's really mm-hmm. important, especially when you are going for a big, you know, you're grasping for a big time goal. So that yeah. half marathon doesn't matter to you on Thanksgiving, and, and meaning that, you know, you're good just to go run it and have a good day, and then mm-hmm. go have a whole bunch of turkey, awesome, you're mm-hmm. good to go, Becca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I like uh I like the, the only other thing that I would say about the streak, because we've had who's the woman that we had on the podcast that had a um oh, yeah, Paula Harkin here in Yeah. Yep. um and I've read enough about other people having streaks that you I would say, Becca, if you feel like you have a little bit of an addiction or addictive personality, I should say not mm-hmm. an addiction, addictive personality, like have an end date in mind. Oh yep. Have so a patch. Yeah. So if it's gonna be um, you know, if it's, you know, if you're just starting it out, like, do you have, is your, you know, is your end date if you start on August 12th, is it August 11th of mm-hmm. 2020 or is it right. your birthday or is it something you got to have some date that you have a, a finish line in mind so that it doesn't start to own you. That's I oh,
0: my... because, because the longer you go, the more in possession, the streak becomes of you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, and mine was that, um, Jack, I, you know, um, spoiler alert. Yeah, I met Jack. We started dating. We got married, and then we went on a um, long around the world trip. And I just knew that if I tried to exercise every day while I was away with Jack, I'd come home without my new husband. So yeah,
1: exactly. And um, so things things come up, you know. And I yeah. mean, I've seen people like. I mean, you know, especially in hotels, like hotels before a race, I've seen people running up and down the halls because they're mm-hmm. streakers, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but you know, if that becomes the, the, the focus of your day and it goes on mm-hmm. for years and years, that can, that might be a little bit problematic.
0: Precisely, precisely. Yeah. So, all right. So, well, good luck Becca with your streak and that half marathon and happy birthday. All right. This is from Barb in Portland. Hi there, this is Barb calling from Portland, and my question is this. This summer I have um, two relay races on my um, calendar, one in the beginning of August, one at the end of August, and I'm also training for the Portland Marathon in October. I'm wondering how my relay races can enhance or possibly derail me from my marathon training as I go
1: forward into this training schedule for the Portland Marathon in October. Any advice for relay races and marathon training, I would appreciate any of your answers. Thank you so much, and have a good night.
0: Bye. So yeah, yet yet another situation I could relate to. These are the wow, (laughs) this is like Sarah's Sarah's greatest hits. (laughs) It is, it is because, uh, well, certainly living here in Oregon, it's very common to do the Hood to Coast Relay, which is in August, and I know that's one of the races that Barb is doing. But there's also very a lot of other relay races during the summer months. And because people are gluttons for punishment. And, uh, so that the, then, you know, and, and I have done my fair share of fall marathons. So I know when I was doing New York city, which is the first weekend in November. So a month later than the Portland marathon is, uh, I did the hood to coast relay and I counted those. I, you know, the, the accumulation of those three legs of miles, I counted it as my long run.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good call. I mean, I so the biggest thing about relay race, I mean, the mileage matters a little bit, it, but it's such an unusual situation, you know, where you're stopping, starting, stopping, starting. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is the cumulative fatigue that mm-hmm. is not, it's not just your legs. It's just not say you ran, you know, 17 miles over three legs. It is. It is sitting in a van, you know, getting, possibly getting lost, not sleeping well, you know, maybe mm-hmm. not eating as well as you know you should, which, you know, that is a very, very like, nicely way of saying like you eat, like crap the whole time, you know? Or maybe you don't write prior yeah. to your run, you're like, okay, I'll have a couple baby carrots. And you come back, you're like, pass the cool ranch. Let's go. Um, so uh so yeah, so I would just like work those into her schedule as long runs, you know, making sure that I think you told me prior to this because you know Barb because she lives in Portland. She's an experienced marathoner. So she knows kind of the length of the distance that she needs to go uh, yes. for longer runs. Yeah. Um but like so if I'm if I'm doing something, if I have, you know, the, the hood to coast, um, you know, I'm, if I'm out Friday and, Friday and Saturday running, I'm taking Sunday off, I'm probably taking Monday off. I may make Tuesday really easy, like a 30-minute run or 30-minute spin, and then mm-hmm. back into the schedule just because it is that cumulative fatigue that's going to catch up with you more than not doing the consecutive miles, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yes, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. And I was also th- thinking about this question and that you know, if she wants to um, kind of up the challenge a little bit, you could treat it almost like you would treat one long run that has embedded race pace miles so that Barb or anyone else could do, you know, take it kind of easy, quote unquote, easy on their first leg of the relay. And then, you know, push the pace, put the hammer down a little bit on the second one, and then Go easier on the third one, and the you know the benefit of that third one is going your legs are going to be tired in addition to you know your whole body being tired and sleepy, and so then that really that's useful for marathon training and it teaches your body how to work on those tired legs.
1: Sure, sure, and that and that third leg, I think that they know people are you know usually down for the count at that point, (laughs) so they tend to be the shortest legs. I mean, race race depending, right? Like I mean, I remember when we did the Colorado Ragnar, my friend Catherine had like it was crazy hard like she had to climb up to snowmass i think it was like you know eight or ten miles and two thousand feet of elevation well or the,
0: the, that's what hood to coast has that the longest i think it's the longest like i think it's nine miles is the third leg and oh. yeah so yeah. it is so it is it, it could also be you know it depending on um how important you know wanted to do in the portland marathon is you know choose your legs um wisely you know yes. and be like oh okay well I'm going to take the one that's cumulative of 14 or something instead of the one that's cumulative 19 with a whole bunch of
1: climbing or something. Yeah. Just take the one that has like three or four miles for the third leg. That's right. yeah. Best yeah. Advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is all gravy, but you know, you yeah. got to make sure you get that last. I mean, cause yeah, that last leg, regardless of whether it's been, you know, you've been running if you had short legs, right. Cause if you have mm-hmm. a long last leg, you probably have two shorter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, first and second, it doesn't matter. It's again, the cumulative, you know, add it all up and it is a rough go, but it's fun. It's very fun and it's great memories and I wouldn't trade it for anything. You just have to respect the, the overall situation.
0: Yeah, the, be- the the type of
1: animal it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the beast. Yes.
0: <laughs> Got another Pacific Northwester calling oh, for this. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sarah,
1: you like lined them up in a row. <laughs> I like the <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, This is Elizabeth in Seattle. Hi, Dimity, hi,
1: Sarah. My name is Elizabeth and I'm calling from Seattle. I love your advice, and I'm really hoping you can help me out this time. My question is two parts. I'm running a half marathon in Geneseo, New York, um, in early September. I will be arriving two days prior to the race, and I'm from Seattle. So my questions are, I'm not sure how to handle the potential jet lag for three hours time difference, as well as I keep hearing about the higher heat and the higher humidity, especially in comparison. This is only my second running race, so this whole running aspect, um, is still quite new to me. I generally cycle instead. My time goals are under two 30. I'm not trying to PR, but I do want to enjoy myself during the race as well as after any advice is greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much. Love your show. Bye. But
0: her question isn't about the Pacific Northwest. So, you know, it no, kind of, it's kinda, about
1: kinda... Genesee, New York. Where, where is that? Do you, do you know? It's
0: it's nearish to Colgate. I mean, it was okay. certainly a term that I was, and I'm pretty sure there's a beer Called Gen- Gen- well, there's there's Gen- Genesee Gen- beer, I believe. Oh, is it? Okay. Okay.
1: Hey, Alex, go- go-
0: Google that <laughs> while we're uh, talking here, whether it's Geneseo beer or Genesee. Um, so I did, I followed up with her and that, she, um, cause I was like, wait a minute, this is her second, um, you know, half merit. This is her second race. Period. And, yeah. And that she's from Seattle and she's chosen this one, you know, that seems to make kind of, um, little offbeat and off or off beaten path. And so um turns out she's traveling across the country uh, to
1: um,
0: be with her to for a family
1: trip. Oh, so she's not just it's not like she has her eye on this specific half mark. Well,
0: then I, then I thought, wow, she's ambitious. She's already going for the 50 states on just her second <laughs> race. Um, so yeah, so that you know, there's two, two parts to her question, worrying about the humidity and worrying about um, jet lag. So you know, humidity, we were just talking about this, we recorded um, some podcasts earlier today, and, and Molly was, um, we, and we had a guest in studio, Molly and I, and we were talking to her, and we were saying how humid it was. Well, that's 70% humidity. And I'm like, hey, guys, guys, the people in the south, and you know, are, and the East Coast are like laughing at us right now. So yeah, it, you know, there is a fair amount of humidity here, but it's definitely it's very rarely combined with heat and so sure. that heading out east it's going to be that um one two punch of um um of the heat plus the humidity yeah yeah
1: yeah and if it's a tough race course i mean i you know i around the area around colgate in upstate new york is hilly so you also mm-hmm. have to account for that so i mean it's awesome that you um you have a time goal um but also just know that you know often the things that add up um you know sometimes some sometimes the things out of our control, I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, heat, humidity, hills. Um, you're traveling with your family, which we don't know how old your kids are. But if they're young, that's also a drain. You know, that's mm-hmm. not a vacation. That's a just a another day of being a mom happened to be on the airplane and, same, <laughs> and in rental cars. Yeah. Same beep, different location, So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, so a couple of things that, I mean, first of all, waking up, let's talk about that. I mean, you've done it when you go to Disney races and that's um, you know, that's oh. definitely very ambitious because the Disney races have to start so early. I think, you know, I mean, if you wanted to try to like adjust your clock a little bit, um, you know, on oh, the east, that's a good idea, you know, going, starting in Seattle, you know, uh, going to bed a little bit earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. so that in waking up a little bit earlier, so you're kind of in that rhythm, but that's one way to do it, you know, adjust by half an hour or whatever feels like doable for your life an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, but then the other option is just like, okay, I came here to race. I'm getting up, splash some cold water on your, you know, don't set two alarms, splash some cold water on your face, have your clothes laid out, have your food and everything you need laid out, you know, so that everything charged, you know, don't leave anything to chance as you might, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and just go for it, you know, because once you get to the race, get around other people and you kind of feel the momentum and you're excited, it's, it's her second race, you know, I mean, there's a lot she'll, she'll, uh, you know, your body will, kind of pick up on that and I believe you're going to feel just fine. Oh, yeah. I th- Different th- story later rise. in the day, but, you know. <laughs>
0: right. I think she'll rise to the challenge. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I think it's important to, you know, try to maybe, I don't know, see if you can get a good seat on the plane so you have some leg room and, you know, take it easy when you get there. Make sure you're being very well hydrated both to, um, you know, to the humidity, the jet lag, flying cross country, all those things can add up to dehydration so um stay start focusing on your hydration on the flight in the days when you land out there and then during you know the hours leading up to the race and then during the race um and then i was going to suggest that she try to make sure she can get as good sleep as she can once she's out there and i want to put in a plug for noon rest and it's our buddies at noon and it's uh you put a tablet in four to six ounces of water has magnesium and tart cherry juice to help you fall asleep and sleep more deeply and it doesn't leave you a morning hangover so it is great for taking the night before a race because you know if you pop some tylenol pm there's always that concern that oh i'm gonna feel like i got hit by a truck tomorrow morning so
1: absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's great. And, um, and, and do would we, talk a little bit about pace and humidity? I think you just have to kind of roll with it. I mean, you're going to just have to slow down and mm-hmm. work on your effort or go off your effort instead oh, that's of good. Yeah. your pace, you know? And so in a half marathon, like think about if you do want to kind of push yourself and mm-hmm. if you do that's okay too, but trying to push yourself, you know, keep that, if you're on a scale of one to 10, keep that first Three miles, you know, really a five, you know, five or below even, just to kind of warm up and kind of get your groove, like we talked about, kind of your hot yoga groove. You can kind <laughs> of bend. Um, and then and then you know inch up to a six for the majority of the race, and then kind of for the last five k or. Um, or a little bit later, you know, you can head to the seven slash eight, depending upon how you're feeling and how it's all going and how the weather is. But, mm-hmm. you know, just slowly increase your effort along the way. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I would just leave the pace behind. And, and, um, and just, you know, it's cool. I mean, it's very cool. Who who flies across the country to do a half marathon? You know, like, it's nice to just it's kind of like, uh, you know, just seize the day. Carpe diem. Yeah.
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent. Right? Yep, yep. So, this question is from Alyssa in Austin, Texas. Hi, hey, Sarah and Dimity. It's Alyssa from Austin, Texas. I'm
1: a mother to a fur baby named Tripp and a 7 to 3 mother as a teacher of about 60 some 10 year olds every year. Um, I'd like to say thank you to all the mother runners who give
0: me a much easier job by raising awesome kids that they send to me at school. But in the meantime, before I have kiddos of my own, I was wondering what advice or inspiration y'all have might, y'all might have for a pre-baby bucket list. Thanks. Bye. And I just love this question because it's kind of (laughs) quirky. Oh, I
1: love it. And I love that she is a mom. Well, she's a fur mom and she's also, I mean, I would call her a mom to 60, 10 year olds. That is a huge (laughs) assignment. So thank you, Alyssa, for teaching. And um, yeah, I mean, what would be on your bucket list?
0: Yeah, well, so um, I assume she is meaning a running-related bucket list because sure. otherwise, my advice is sleep in whenever you can and travel. Um, I really regret not traveling more when I before I had kids. Um, so you know, so if we are just focusing on a running-related pre-baby bucket list. I would suggest an away race with friends, um, you know, like a women's race with girlfriends in a fun city, keep the distance to a half marathon or 10 K or 5 K so that you can actually enjoy the weekend rather than walking around with stiff legs after the race and worrying the heck out of yourself before the race. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think
1: that's a great idea. Um, I love this other idea that you, that you suggested trail running. Um, it is a total depending upon where you live, Austin, I mean, would have great trails. I know because um, Kristen Armstrong used to talk about running the trails mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be a time suck, right. To, especially, um, you know, for me, it's, it's an easily a 40, you know, 30, to 40 minute drive one way. So it's not like mm-hmm. it's something you can do in the morning before work or even mm-hmm. sometimes on the weekends when you have kids. So if you, if that's interesting to you, I would definitely do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, um, you know, if, if hitting a time goal is, is interesting to Alyssa, you know, really choose an aspirational finish time and then really train for it. Push yourself to be outside that comfort zone, like we were talking about earlier and, you know, kind of see what you're capable of before middle of the night feedings and temper tantrums. A lot (laughs) of (laughs) you. Um, no, but I'm, I'm joking because I do, I do want to point out that, you know, I have run 14 marathons and only two of those were pre-kids. So, um, you know, there is definitely life
1: for, you know, our whole business is uh, (laughs) showing that
0: there's life. life Oh, absolutely. I
1: mean, and the other thing too, I mean, it's kind of like, um, you know, kids, I mean, in addition to the many joys and loves and dirty diapers they bring into our lives, um, you know, it's a little bit like playing sports in in college. I always Mm, equate it to that in that like, you know, the more time you have, the more time you have to procrastinate. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, and it's lovely to sleep in, like, don't get me wrong. I love a brunch. I love, you know, all those things. But like when you know that you have to be somewhere at 10 because of, you know, pick up or drop off or X, Y, Z reason, like it's, it forces your hand a little bit. Like you got to be a little bit more motivated. You have to be a little bit more organized. And as a result, like, I think almost compliance might be a little bit better, (laughs) you know, because you don't have all day to do it. You're like, either I get it in now or I'm not getting it in you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that's a, that, that's kind of a nice side benefit. The other thing that I would suggest to Alyssa is if she has a running, um, you know, posse already, Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of really invest in it. And if she doesn't, and it's interesting to her, I mean, I would definitely try to, um, find some really good running friends and really, um, like I said, invest in that relationship because that is going to be help with that motivation, help, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe one of them, you know, ends up getting um, pregnant first. And so then all of a sudden they're helping her through her pregnancy. And then um, Alyssa might have a kid and then she, you know, like it's, it's just this friendship that will endure through so many chapters of your lives. And so I would invest in that kind of friendship um, Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. have the time and, and uh, an interest.
0: Right. Exactly. Cause then you can swap advice. You can, you know, like you said, if somebody else in your posse gets pregnant before you, you can kind of check out how she plays it out and, you know, learn from her experiences. And um, I think that's great advice. Well, and
1: it also just looks like fun, you know, like some of the, like, you know, especially if she does want to, do track work and stuff like that. Like sometimes, you know, I will, you know, we'll see either, you know, on social media or some occasionally in person, you know, you'll drive by and there'll be just this group of people that, um, they look young and hip (laughs) and happy. And you know, they're wearing they're like tracksmith clothes and stuff. And they, you know, they're out doing a workout together. And, Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, I mean, and again, like you can definitely work this in as a parent, but you know, it's, it just looks like, I wish that I would have done that, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. I wish mm-hmm. that I would have not been such a solo runner when I was single. You know? Yeah.
0: No, I think that's, that's exactly what Alyssa was looking uh, for from us was advice on what, maybe what we would have done. Yeah. If we could turn the clock back. And she you might know? not be
1: single. She might be, you know, she might have a partner. I'm so that was an assumption on my part, but childless, I should say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Child free, child, child free. free. Sorry. Sorry. God. <laughs> me, it's me. okay.
0: I'll keep you on your toes.
1: <laughs> Stick my feet in my mouth. All right, all right. Well,
0: Dim, uh, let's. Uh, how about you fire out that phone number if people have questions they want to um,
1: call us, please and thank you at four um, seven zero badass one. That's four seven zero two two three two seven seven one. We'd love your first name and where you're calling from. Try to keep your message short to about ninety seconds or less.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we really do appreciate all the calls. And questions that come in and we apologize in advance for not being able to answer them all and um to be super candid you know if there's if you call in with a really specific question about like oh the third metatarsal on my big toe is you know sticking out and you know what should i do about it? like i, I go, do not go to an emergency room yeah 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 so i don't you know i don't mean to minimize any things like that but if, if it's a super specific injury type question in particular those typically don't make it on the show because they are so
1: in as individual as the lovely mother runner who calls it in or non um you know
0: runner that calls it in for
1: mom yeah exactly yeah so definitely um yeah it's not that we are ignoring you it's just more that um you know we want to make sure that sometimes uh we want to make sure that the answers can be as universally applicable as possible mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
0: exactly yeah and we um We love having, um, you know, I think some of these questions were a little quirky and I I love that. So, and I know Alex is always wanting us to get quirkier
1: questions. Uh, We love, you know, one thing that comes up a lot, um, is back way, way back in the day um, when I had people vote for my race outfits for the yes. marathon. Yes. So if you ha- are having any fashion questions, I feel like we are particularly, I mean, when it comes to Lycra, you know, spandex, <laughs> like don't ask us, you know, to help you with your high-waisted Taylor Swift jeans. But um, but if you have something, you know, should I coordinate this? Should I do that? You know, we're, that would be a fun, fun to answer. It would, it would be. We are gear experts.
0: That was, you know, in our previous life, we, did, we spent a lot of time <laughs> writing about gear for magazines. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, keep the questions coming. We're here with answers.